Hey, I'm Nathan, and I want to welcome you back to the Love Shaped Life podcast, where our dream is to see, experience, and live the love of God. I have with me in the studio today my good friend, Bob. We are on part four of our five-part podinar called Journey to Oneness with God, and we've looked at, uh, so far, two steps. The first was an invitation into the journey, but then two steps. The first one, see, and that idea was that um, in Scripture, we we see who God is. Mm-hmm. And this seeing has this profound power to transform when, as we talked, number two, we meditate. We begin meditating. And again, this is kind of, that was the A to, today, to today's B piece, this episode's B piece. The A is meditating, mulling it over, as you said, kind of ruminate like the cow regurgitates and chews, or like the, or like the stone tumbler polishes it, or processing it as or well, processing right? it, or processing it, reflecting, right. however you yeah, want to yeah, see yeah. it. That's we, right. We, we need to go over in our mind again. This is not fast food restaurant. No, right? that's this right. This is about that's right I- intimacy with the Creator Himself mm-hmm. and processing what He's saying yep. to us. Yep. And so then number three. Today, in our of those four parts, number three is accept. Mm-hmm. Number four is rest. That's our last episode yes. in the podcast. Today is this. This episode is accept. Mm-hmm. So we're going to process that today. But let's just step back for just a minute, kind of break the ice here. We've kind of reviewed, and before today's episode, we we said, "Hey, let's have a little conversation, a little side conversation." about pets. <laughs> do you have any pets in this house? I do, yeah. A dog. His yeah, name yeah. Is Chico. Chico. And where's Chico. Chico right now? He's in the bathroom because we're having this this podcast. Yeah, and he needs he, to be quiet. He yeah. needs to be quiet. Chico he likes to bark. He yeah. loves to bark. And yeah. he's got this little beeper thing, right? Yeah. That reminds him not yeah. to bark. That beeper thing doesn't hurt him. You know, it doesn't it hurt him. No, no, no. Bob's a sane pet owner, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. We don't want any misunderstanding no. about... Bob's pet <laughs> habits here. Yeah. We have a couple of pets. Our dog, we'll just leave it at that. Our dog is a 200 pound, 200 plus pound English Mastiff, mm-hmm. beautiful, kind of a leopard pattern. Uh, they call it Brindle. Mm-hmm. So beautiful English Mastiff. So that's a little bit of our pet story. Okay, I'm going to ask you what's the greatest lesson you've learned from your dog? You know, the greatest lesson. I've learned, wow, that's, that is a great question. I guess on the spot, I would say, don't assume you know the dog when you see the dog the first time, because you might see me interacting with the dog and think he's a friendly, safe dog, Mm -hmm. or you might see the dog's response to the, to the, the guy delivering the food from Uber Eats or whatever, <laughs> and think the dog is unsafe. So you got to be aware that your first encounter with the dog may or may not tell you the truth of who the dog really is. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what I've learned from my dog along the way is is the most amazing animal in regard to unconditional love. Mm. Uh, even when he gets in trouble, he comes back a few moments later and he's just... He's still your greatest friend. Ready to he go will again. lick you. Uh, the other day, I was getting a little emotional about something. I just kind of closed my eyes and I was reflecting on it. He must have picked up on it. All of a sudden, I felt him licking my hand. 
Hmm. He, he doesn't usually like just come over and lick your hand, right? So what I've learned from him is just to love. In That's cool. Sense, in, interesting thing, learning from the dog, yeah. this unconditional love. And it's really how God designed him, yeah. uh, a dog, and put it in their heart. They're yeah. very loyal, mm. right? Uh, and, and, you know, if I go upstairs, he goes upstairs. If mm-hmm. I go downstairs, he goes downstairs. You know, he'll follow you around. He sits at my feet. Oh, that's cool. You know, it's just an amazing that's uh, cool. journey. You know? So little insights, even in daily life, as to kind of little windows peeking into the rhythm of life as God meant it to be. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're talking about, right? Yeah. This love-shaped life, in, and specifically in the pot in our journey to oneness we, with God, we're talking about seeing God's love. Mm. We're talking about meditating, processing that. Sure. And today talking about accepting that love. So let's jump in yeah. to today's, today's pod in our episode on accepting and for me accepting god's radical love is taking the idea we've meditated on it and now i'm taking it and i'm saying okay what if if i accept this thing this truth about god's love for me as fact what lie does that displace Hmm. in my life so this is the deliberate process of taking things i've meditated on i'm getting clarity about them now i'm taking them and in a concrete step saying okay this truth is going to displace this untruth Mm -hmm. this perception of myself is going to be reframed with this truth of god's love for me we're going to get at the end we're going to talk about mantras a very practical step to applying this Mm -hmm. but that's where we're headed in this acceptance Mm -hmm. Um, step this step number three yeah and acceptance is not always easy for, oh it's not always easy us, but I, I just want to start off with the the simple story about a relationship mm. you know a, a boy and a girl they'll start to court because they see each other right and they're courting along the way and, and our kids are getting close to that <laughs> yeah, age yeah, right yeah, <laughs> yeah. they are getting close to that. I do a lot of praying right? so <laughs> yeah. so uh, they they you know they're 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 getting to know each other yep. right in the process and they're seeing that they can trust each other mm. right and and love is developing and there's this sense of hey I think I could spend the rest of my life relationships with this growing relationships growing yep. and there comes that point where he's gonna get down right on his mm. knee and he's going to propose to her yep. you know I love you you're the best thing that came ever came into my life uh, I want you to spend the rest of your life with me will yep. you marry me mm. right so he's he's making an offer yep. will you marry me she gets to say yes or no wow right? that's powerful if she wants to move in that journey she has to say yes mm. so let's just say for this sake that she said yes she said yes according to the bible Right? Uh, Genesis chapter 2, verse 24. This explains why a man leaves his father and mother mm. and is joined to his wife, and the two are united into one. Because they say yes. They say yes. They say so yes. they're going to get married in a marriage, in biblical marriage in God's eyes, and they're going to become one according to God. Two become one. Mm-hmm. It's, it's an it's a object lesson mm. for all of us of God's desire spiritually because right. he's inviting us to become yep. one with him. Yep. So, you know, I think of Hosea. So can I can I yeah. just throw this out there? Sure. Yeah, keep going to Hosea, but yeah. just throw this out there. Can it be that Scripture is God's great proposal to us? Mm. Yeah. Will you let me be your God? Amen. Will you step into relationship with me? Right. I'm bending my whole life, yes. my whole world, sure. 
to facilitating that will you be mine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one author put the Bible this way, that, that it's the story of God constantly trying to demonstrate to us that he is who he says he is mm. and that we can trust him. Yeah, that's good. You see? That's good. So because we're full of fears, we're full of you know doubts, we have these negative pictures about yep. God, so we're, we're, we're filtering through all of this, but God is this constant, yep. right? He's constant, he's loyal, he's faithful, he just continues to pursue after mm-hmm. us, right? Uh, Hosea, uh, in, in Hosea it says this, I will betroth, right? That's an old word. We're Super not used to it. Super old word. Super old word. Sorry, I don't have a more no, modern translation fine. here. This is a new King James Version. I'll marry you. It means marry, yeah, right? Yeah. So I'm going to substitute the word marry. I'll marry you to me forever. Mm. Yes, I'll marry you uh, to me. This is what he's saying. In righteousness and justice and loving kindness mm. and mercy, I'll marry you to me in faithfulness and you shall know the Lord. Mm. So, and, and I think it's important in this motif, God is offering this to human beings. Correct. Exactly. This is Almighty God exactly. saying, I'll do this for Correct. you. So he's trying to say, look, just like in human relationships, there are marriage that he had instituted mm-hmm. of two individuals becoming one. Mm-hmm. So he's saying, look, look at that. Now what he's telling mm-hmm. us in Hosea, I want to marry you. Yeah. Right. Yep. And look at what he's saying he wants to marry us in, 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 in righteousness and justice. Mm. Right. Uh, in 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 loving kindness, in mercy, right? I'll marry you to me in faithfulness, mm, and mm-hmm. you shall know the Lord. So yeah. if we accept that proposal, like we talked about in a previous podcast, that invitation, mm-hmm. this is God offering us to marry him in that yeah. sense, right? Yeah. Trying to get this through our finite minds that this is what he's offering us, this marriage. And he's the faithful one. That's right. That's what I was just thinking. His faithfulness. His faithfulness. His faithfulness. And he's saying, if you accept this, you will know me. Mm. Right? Which Jesus equated to eternal right. life right. in John chapter 17, verse 3. Yeah, This is this journey to oneness, right? Yeah. So, so, but we have to accept, just like the girl has to accept the proposal, mm. we have to accept it from God. Now, for me, I'm just telling you where I came from. I come from a background where my, my dad had to pay for everything growing mm. up. He just didn't allow anybody to pay for everything. Well, that was fine. That was where he was at. But it taught me to do the same. So okay. it was very hard for me to not just not pay for people, but to accept to something accept from people. I yeah. was willing to even give somebody a gift, but it was difficult for me to accept the gift. On the other side. On the other side. Mm. And one day, somebody said to me, Bob, don't rob me, right? Mm. Don't rob me That's good. of my, oh, I'm trying to figure out, don't rob me of my, my blessing uh, mm. of giving to you, right? Don't rob me of that blessing, right? So now no, that's good. Word. Don't rob me of the blessing. That really hit home to me. Hmm. Because by not accepting the gift, I was robbing her of giving me the gift that she wanted to give me, just mm-hmm. out of gratitude, out of something right. that I had done. Right. And I couldn't help but think, is that the way I'm relating to God, hmm. right? Am I hindering the blessings of God because I'm still in this, my own me mode, right? Right. right. Trying to, to, to do things myself, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Trying to, to even live up and help out God a little bit. Yep, yep. And so, again, back to George Mueller, I quoted it before. Don't, he said, don't allow the sense of your unworthiness mm. to hinder you from uh, uh, experiencing the promises, or the fulfillment of the promises of God in your life. That's what he was saying, right? So don't allow that sense. So I, I, couldn't, live, I couldn't live in that, 
in that world right. that I was living in. I had to embrace, again, to live in the reality of what God was offering me. And so we need to accept. You see what I'm saying? That's the whole thing that we're talking about, seeing, uh, uh, meditating, mm-hmm. right? Going over our mind, but then realizing this is God offering this to me. And, I, and to and, you and to every other human being. And what are we missing out? Mm. That's, that's a big question. Yeah. Right? What are we missing out on if we don't say, okay, I'm willing to take the risk. I'll take one step, yeah. open my heart to this one step and just see where this thing goes. We're robbing God when we're robbing ourselves. Mm. We're robbing God of giving us the blessing. Everything that he's gone through. Mm. You're talking about uh, Jesus becoming a human being. Right. Jesus living a life that we couldn't live. Yeah. Jesus conquering uh, the devil for us and all of his temptations, never yielding in. Jesus sacrificing his life mm-hmm. on the cross of Calvary. Mm-hmm. All that he went through were robbing God right, of giving us what he's gone through, what, what he's created mm. us to give us through Christ. To we're know robbing it, right? And be known. Yeah, to know and be known. Hmm. See? But if yeah. I accept, I accept to go into and that journey. I'm, I'm in this journey and I'm accepting. Right. And again, this is a continuous journey, right? Yeah. It's the rhythm of life, as you would call it, right? Right. Uh, to continue to, to, to press forward in, in our journey with God. That's right. And, and this comes into, to, there's a text, Proverbs 4, the path of the just, people following God. It's like, a, mm. it's like the shining sun wow. that shines ever brighter. You can think of the sunrise. You're out in the morning it, near my house. There's uh, old blueberry fields. And there's one housing development that is, um, just, just goes along the back of this blueberry field. And it's beautiful to see them, the light change over that field. Mm. And that's, that's, that's what they're right. That's what... This, the wise man of Proverbs has in mind mm-hmm. is, is the sun. We're battling it here in the studio. We've got the sun changing position as we've been recording. And, and so the path of people following God is like, you know, the sun rises. It's the soft morning rays. And it over time, you know, if you're sitting in the shade, yeah. that picnic day on the on along the lake in in Florida here, mm-hmm. you're gonna move your chair a little bit, a little bit, a little bit, because the sun is rising and the shade is shifting. And for the follower of God, that's the process. It's the process. One step, and that sun is rising. Mm-hmm. That sun is shifting. Mm-hmm. And that's all we're inviting you to do is say, okay, just step in, Amen. lean in, and and be part of that process mm-hmm. of the sunrise. It didn't happen overnight. Yeah. But it's a process. Well, it's a journey. More and more. Exactly right. It's, it's just a journey. A journey. It's a journey. Enjoy the journey. Enjoy the process of knowing God. Right. Of get, having the opportunity to know God. That's right. You know, you mentioned about the sun rising. I'm an early morning person. I love to see when the sun is coming up. Okay. And, and it reminds us every day that as the sun is rising, the darkness is dissipating mm. as the sun is rising little by little. So the darkness that has clouded our minds about who God is mm-hmm. and our perception of God as we're on that journey, right? Mm-hmm. The shining light more and more into the perfect day. It, it, the picture of God, we're seeing God clearer and clearer wow, that's good. and clearer until he gets rid of that darkness. And the Bible says that perfect love casts out all fear. It's amazing. Right? Yeah. So God wants to bring us to the point where we're, we're so wrapped in him by his love mm. that all fear is gone. And that's the focus of the next episode. We're yeah. not specifically this, mm. uh, this fear, but resting in 
the fullness, the overflow of God's Resting love. Where in the fullness. Yeah. It, it, love comes in, God's love's intended to come in, as you said, to cast out, to evict from our heart's fear, where we're no longer driven and motivated, whether it's the monkey of shame, the fear of rejection, the fear of failing, whatever it is. God's love comes in to displace all mm-hmm. of that. And really, that's mm-hmm. the acceptance piece. We rest in it, but we've got to work, move through the acceptance piece where we're taking that in and allowing, taking God's love in and allowing it to displace the lies so that we can then rest in the, in the truth mm-hmm. of God's love for Correct. us. Correct, correct, beautiful. You know, I, I'm just going to want to read another uh, yeah, go verse here it. in uh, Ezekiel chapter 16. Uh, in verse 8, uh, listen what God says. When I passed by you again and looked upon you, indeed your time was a time of love. Hmm. So I spread my wing over you and covered your nakedness. Yes, I swore an oath to you, right? Again, a marriage a marriage commitment, right? Yep. I swore an oath to you and it entered into a covenant with you and you became mine. Hmm. Isn't that so God's walking by us. He sees our nakedness. Nakedness in Scripture is referring to sin, right? Mm-hmm. Our sinfulness, mm-hmm. right? So God sees us in the, our sinfulness, and he says to us, it's time for you to fall in love. Right. He doesn't say, get your act together. <laughs> right. He doesn't say, Pick go yourself clean up. yourself up, right, right? right? He doesn't say that at all. He says, he doesn't remind us of what we've done. Oh, He's not even concerned good. about that. Mm-hmm. He's concerned about you. He's concerned about pulling us out yeah. Of that, of that nakedness, of that sinfulness, pulling us out. And then he's saying, it's time for you to fall in love, right? And I'm swearing an oath to you. I'm making a commitment to you, a promise to you. Mm. This is the God of heaven. And this is God himself God. again making right. the promise making of faithfulness. Making the promise Reminds me of the text in Jeremiah. I have loved you with an everlasting and undying and unbroken and unending and always faithful love. Mm. And and then he says, that's the reason, there's a little bit of paraphrase on my part, that's the reason I've drawn you in with my loving loving kindness or my faithful love. Amen. Amen. Which we're talking about, right? The sea. See God's faithful love. And it's with that he's drawing us in. Drawing us in. Not deceiving us, not tricking Mm -hmm. us, not swindling us. Showing us the truth about himself, and and that truth has a power to pull us in, mm-hmm. to draw, draw our hearts in. to trust him. And you remember uh, in Peter, right? Second uh, Peter, you're going to have to help me out with the chapter and the verse. What, uh, whereby are given unto us exceeding great yeah. and precious yeah. promises, it's like right? Four or something like that. Uh, precious promises that by these you may be mm. partakers of the divine nature, right. having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So, so. God has given to us rich promises, yep. powerful promises, casting all of our sins into the depths of the sea, mm. forgiving us, offering us a new heart, yep. right? Giving us the power to live a new life, right? right? Uh, to be our God and that we would be his people. Mm-hmm. Rich promises and on and on the promises go. And this is God basically signing a check. Here it is. Signing a check. This is the check. Right. But I have to say... Lord, okay, is, take it. I, I'm unworthy. I have nothing to to present to think that I'm worthy of these wages, so to speak, if I'm mm-hmm. working for it. There's nothing there. It's what God has done. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. So I'm really trusting God's faithfulness mm-hmm. towards me. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So I'm receiving the gift mm-hmm. so, that, so that God can be happy That's, and yeah. I can be happy yeah. and yeah. I can experience all that he's offering me. Right. It's the beautiful. Fullness. It's fullness. So the Bible calls it faith, right? 
This is faith. That's right. That's faith right. is simple trust. Mm-hmm. And I like Galatians chapter 5, verse 6, where it says, If we are in Christ, neither circumcision nor uncircumcision means anything, but only faith activated mm. and expressed and working through love, right? Mm-hmm. So notice that faith or trust is activated and expressed and working through love. Right. What activates trust? What activates this faith? God's love. God's love. Yeah. My friend Ty, this is a perfect, I've thought about this um, more than once. He writes in his book, uh, Shades of Grace, the fuel that ignites faith into action is the truth of God's unearnable love manifested in Christ. My, that's beautiful. You read that again. The fuel that ignites faith into action is the truth of God's unearnable love manifested in Christ. And this is the thing that we mentioned it before, and I just want to double down again. The thing that fuels a life of radical love is the radical love of God for us seen, meditated on, and accepted. Mm. That's it. That's the fuel. You don't have to move on somewhere. You don't have to go find some self-help. Just center, rest, lean in, settle into God's radical love for you. And that experience will have a profound impact. Mm -hmm. It it energizes the fuel that activates us to respond uh, by making a choice to trust. Because trust or faith really boils down to a choice, right? It's a choice that's earned. God showing his love, right, Mm -hmm. is what awakens. And Mm -hmm. I'm saying God's earning the right to be trusted. Okay, good. By showing up his love. I'm not earning that right. He's earning the right. He's earning my trust. We talk about that in a relationship. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Parents say, you know, Johnny comes in late or whatever your kid's name and comes in late. Hour after curfew, lies about it. And then the parent says, you know, Johnny, you kind of broke my trust. You're going to have to earn it back. Mm -hmm. And that simply means demonstrate that you're trustworthy. Mm -hmm. Well, this is what God, through Scripture, Yeah is demonstrating, as you said before, God demonstrates he's faithful, working to literally God in heaven, working to earn the trust Mm. of human beings. Because think about it. Uh, Like Ty mentioned there, that, that, you know, it's not something we earned. I can't Mm -hmm. remember the exact quote, right? It was demonstrated that... Unearnable. Unearnable, right? Unearnable so love. who does that in an earthly relationship, yeah, right? Yeah. We we always feel like people need to earn our trust. They need to yeah, earn. Yeah, yeah, we're yeah, not yeah. demonstrating that we're we're just loving them and embracing them, even right. when they're not lovable, yeah, yeah, to try yeah. to help them. Do you see what right. I'm saying? But God does the, the opposite of human love, right? God loves the unlovable. Yeah. God loves us when we're, when like I read from Ezekiel, we're in our nakedness, yeah. right? We're in our filthiness. All broken, all, all broken. messed up. And then he says to us, even when you're broken and messed up, it's time for you to fall in love. Yeah. Like, come yeah. on. I want you now. I want you now. Who well, does however that? However you are. However you right. are. It's hard for our, our minds to wrap around it. Right. But it's true. It's true. It's the story of scripture. Yeah. Of who God is. And we've got to allow it. Mm-hmm. We've got to say, look, I can't, I can't understand it, but Lord, I'm choosing yep. to, to embrace you. I'm choosing to take that step forward so that it can become a reality. Yep. I'm life. going to accept the truth of your love as reality, mm-hmm. as the shape of reality. The shape of reality, right. And that's the choice. That, that's the, the choice. simple choice to believe. Yeah. 
mm-hmm. is that decision that this, okay, this, this is reality. God loves me wildly. God loves me wildly. And then I think of that scripture verse that says that the just shall live by faith, mm. right? So the just, those who are choosing to follow God, are going to live in a relationship with him of trust. Of trust, right? That's right. So, yep. so in this journey, right? In this journey with God, this journey to oneness, I'm going to choose, because I have to make a choice, to daily to embrace sitting in God's presence, mm. drawing life That's from the Him. the time. We talked about setting aside time. Yes, Make, setting aside time. Right. Whenever that is. Because God's the source of life. Right. And right. He, ha- he wants to put new life into us mm. every day, so to speak. Just like we need physical food to, to get energy and to survive, right. we need spiritual food in order to survive. Right? Yeah, well, you think of the big industry right now that's, that's really gaining speed, at least in my state of Maine, is the solar industry. Mm-hmm. You look at satellite photos. Mm-hmm. In fact, I was flying wherever I was flying in. Maybe it was North Carolina the other day on my way down here and looked down and there was just this field of solar panels and that that's basically what we're saying the solar panels don't create any power they just they just are oriented toward the sun Mm. that's emitting these powerful rays and those powerful rays received by that solar panel are converted into energy that charges our vehicles our phones our our homes powers our lights our air conditioning that's what we're talking about Beautiful. is is just yeah. orienting our hearts yeah. like a solar panel toward the magnificence of God's love and that is energizing and empowering flows yeah. into us and and is is and leads to that metamorphosis that transformation yeah so in Psalms 34 uh David expresses in thee is the fountain of life mm. right in thee is the fountain of life yeah, God is the good. fountain of life. That's good. We have to choose to come. I'm living by faith and trusting him. This is what he's asking me to do, to come and drink from that fountain yep. on a daily basis yep. to receive his life, mm. not just for myself, but to impart it on others. Right. So the just to live by faith, I'm seeing what God is saying in scripture, right? Yep. And I'm, I'm leaning into it. Yep. I'm leaning into it. I don't care what my, my thoughts are telling me, how unworthy I'm feeling. I'm going to embrace what God is saying yep, that's and right. accept that. That's right. Right? Like, like for instance, the new covenant promise that uh, in Ezekiel 36, we, we see this promise where God is promising a new heart. Mm, to, that's one of my favorite of promises. Yeah, it, it's really a beautiful, beautiful promise. Listen, he said, I'll give you a new heart and I'll put a new spirit within you. I'll take the heart of stone out of your flesh and I'll give you a heart of flesh. I'll put my spirit within you. And cause you or enable you to walk in my statutes and you will keep my judgments and do that. Mm. So it's a promise of God, right? right? That God is saying, look, I'll give you a new heart. Yep, yep, yep. I'm going to take away your stony heart. Stubborn, your selfish, stubborn unresponsive. Heart, unresponsive yep, yep, heart. Yep, yep. Right, now I'm going to give you this new heart. Yep. It's, 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 a, it's a divine act. It's a divine, yes, right. that's right. It's that's a supernatural right. power. Uh, coming into our life. It's God. Right. And, and when we talk about that idea of a new heart, it can sort of be sort of lost in translation, but that new heart means a change in our attitude, mm-hmm. a change in the way we think, yes. a change in the way we feel, right. a, a, an, an internal makeover. An internal makeover. That's what God's, yeah. that metamorphosis, that's what yeah. God's after is that internal makeover and the Ezekiel language is just this way of capturing that stony heart to flesh heart is 
is the biblical way of capturing this internal makeover. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, you know, here's the problem. There's a problem. We got problems. Yeah, we got a problem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's that so, problem? We have a problem that, that um, you know, the average human being, these are oh, just Oh, yeah, estimates. it's right there. Yeah, 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 yeah. We, we think about 4,800 negative thoughts a day. You're mm. talking about almost 5,000 negative thoughts a day, average human being. <laughs> That's a boatload. Well, 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 humanity's pretty much a <laughs> no negative thing. No wonder thinker. I deal with right. them all the time. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know, humanity... You know, as human beings, we tend to lean on the negative side. I'm not going to start counting, by the way. Yeah, 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 I'll yeah, just yeah. take this statistic. Yeah, yeah, there's, there's different <laughs> estimates. But, but so what happens is sometimes we've embraced some of those negative thoughts. Right? Man, I mean, is it sometimes? There well, are some of them that seem to be on replay. Right. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. Since we've embraced them, they're on replay yeah. every day. Right, so there, those those thoughts, or what you could call them, voices in our head, yep, become yep, yep. louder. Right, yep. but God is saying this. Right, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so here's the truth of God, and we've got to identify how our thoughts are lining up with Scripture. Yeah, so let's get to that. But there's this text in Proverbs, which is right close to this this part of the conversation. Proverbs twenty three says, "As a man thinks in his heart." Mm. So, so these this. This onslaught of negative thoughts is as the man thinks in his heart, so is he. Mm-hmm. That is, and we know it, mm-hmm. what's in your head is forming who you are in your relationships. It's forming who you are on social media. It's forming who you are as you are present in the world. Mm-hmm. Right. So right. when That's we're talking huge. about these thoughts, yeah. we're not just talking about some private space where I can just live my my imaginary life, and then I have my real life. We're talking about an imaginary life that is informing and shaping my real life. Correct. There's not two separate lives. I'm a continuum of what's in my head Mm -hmm. forming who I am in the present. As a man thinks in his heart, so is he. That's who he is, right? Right. Uh, So a thought reap an action, so an action reap a habit, so a habit reap character. Character is who you are. And I just want to add to that. Reap a character, reap a life. Mm. Sow a character, reap a life. That becomes your character, becomes yeah. your identity as yeah. you are. Be- eventually becomes the life you've lived. Yeah. You this know, was Bob Hayes, yeah. and Bob Hayes is the sum total of his thoughts. Yeah, when I was much younger, years and years and years ago, much younger, I was... I was make in, that clear. Was in, yeah, it was a long, clear, long yeah. time ago, very long time ago. I was doing a construction <laughs> business. I was traveling, and there was a... Actually, this sounds strange, but there was a nursing home that would allow people to stay there, right? Okay. They had rooms. So I stayed at the nursing home, and I come out of the room. They were very nice to me, but I looked at all these people. There was lots of people in the assembly room. And, And when you looked at them and dealt with them, you saw different characters. Some were sweet as can be, but a lot of them were not so nice. And for me, when I was much younger, I thought, wow, look at this. This is who these people have become. One thought at a time. One thought at a time. So here's that. I, I, I need to look at my life because I want to be like the sweet one. 
Right, 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 right. right. <laughs> that were just really nice. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So we look in the mirror, and when we look in the mirror, we've got to realize who we are mm. is a result of our thinking. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. And again, Romans chapter 12, verse 2, uh, don't be conformed to this world, yeah. but be transformed. Transformed, in again, mind, metamorphosis. Right? This yep, is yep, metamorphosis, yep. same word again, right? Transformed yep. by the renewing of your right, mind. So a change in your mind. Change Changing your mind. So it's just changing your yeah, thinking. Yeah. So this is the problem that I'm talking about is God is saying this to us. Yeah. Right? So and before, yeah, we got to get, we're, we're getting to, to something. As I know where you're headed, yeah. uh, just a real pause there. There's a lot of hope here. And the hope is this. Wherever you're at today does not determine where you'll be tomorrow. Amen. You make one thought step today and that one thought step today eventually accumulates with other thought steps that form a new you amen and we're not talking about self-help we're talking about taking the seed of the word of god one little piece of that seed into receive it just receive it today don't look at the long the long game don't worry about the long game you just do the thing today and as you do the thing today because there's sometimes when fighting the negative voices feels like i'm going crazy now what, not so much lately, but back in 2015, I was going through a real personal crisis. And there was a time of significant internal transformation where I felt like I was losing my mind. Well, it's like it's probably like turning the volume up on a, on a, on a right. sound system. Right. There was like a screaming match up. in my the head. The music is turned up in the negative, right? Right, right. right. And I had to out-scream. No, yeah. I wasn't really screaming, yeah. but I had to basically out-compete. Yeah those voices from my current mental framework yeah. that needed to be displaced. So let's go there, because I think that's where yeah. we've been going. Yeah. Let's talk about. Yeah, this is what we're talking about. We're talking about substituting the truth, what right. God is saying about us, yep. uh, about your past, about your present, about yep. your future, about your 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 you know, how you see your neighbor, whatever the case may be. What God is saying, we're taking the truth yep. and we're accepting it, yep. right? I'm accepting that truth. So it's becoming a part of me, right? right. Because God is implanted in me. So it, the the new thoughts. Yeah. And we are, call them mantras. Mantras. Yeah. It's a weird word maybe for, for this context, but a mantra. So we can have the mantra. The example I use is, is one of the negative thoughts that can come is like, I'm a nobody. Yeah. I have issues with negative thoughts like, you know, starting this, taking this adventure with you is like the, there's something called the imposter syndrome that people in various positions in life, professionals, etc., tend to run into it where they feel like, you know, one of these days the mask's going to fall off and everybody's going to figure out that I'm not the person I appear to be. Mm-hmm. It's not that that person is unprofessional. It's not that person is not successful, but it's this internal insecurity that says, I can't really be who people think I am. So eventually it's all going to collapse and I'm just going to be this little puddle of a failure. Mm-hmm. We're talking about that's, that is a kind of mantra that says, I'm a puddle of a failure in the skin of a hero. Yeah, so 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 that's the, a negative yeah, mantra. It is a negative mantra. So the solution to that is realizing that's that's a negative mantra. Exactly. And then pressing into the love-shaped <laughs> life mm-hmm. because that's not where God wants you to live. Exactly. Right? So faith says, I'm not gonna live in this world right. anymore. Right. I'm gonna embrace what God is saying to me and what God will do for me. He'll give me a new heart, right? Yep. He'll give me uh, he'll put his spirit mm-hmm. within me, he'll enable me to to walk in his ways, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. 
So I'm embracing that. Yeah. We have to 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 move forward. The just shall live by faith. Right. I'm pressing in. I'm allowing God to do in That's me. Right. So so praise God for Him identifying things in our life. Yeah. Right. That we don't have to live in that space anymore. We don't have to live in that negative zone anymore. Right. As a pastor through the years, one thing I've noticed: if you said to me, "Well, Pastor Bob, over 30 years, what did you see most in your congregation of the things that were bothering people the most?" I would say guilt and shame. Hmm. Guilt and shame. Mm. That that they embrace a savior who's died for their sins. They speak words of I'm forgiven. And by embrace, you just mean they say they believe that. Yeah. Well they yeah, they embraced it and they went even gone as far as baptism and they're coming to church and they're singing their songs. But, but there's when a you break talk to somehow them, where that's you, not moving yeah, into when you talk to them, they're yeah. still beating themselves up. The old lines are still the, the old lines, the old along. thought patterns yeah, are still yeah, playing yeah. along. Right. So so that's a lie. Right, that's a lie. And an example of a counter mantra, a truth mantra, if I'm saying I'm just a puddle of failure in a skin of success, that's the negative mantra. The true mantra would be say would be to say I am in fact the treasured child of God. Amen. So this Amen. is the fact. I'm going to say Amen. it is not a fact. Right. I, I've come to recognize that in fact I'm not a puddle of failure in 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 a, a suit in the suit of a hero i am in fact a treasured child of god right and so when that negative thought comes back the mantra is really the practice can simply be to say i am a treasured child of god in this moment amen. as these thoughts are flooding in the truth is amen i'm a treasured child amen. of god same thing with guilt and shame right what killed jesus on the cross what killed him on the cross was it the nails no, he was taking the load of all our stuff. All of our sins, right? Mm -hmm. He died of a broken heart. Mm -hmm. the, the guilt and the shame, our guilt and shame broke the heart of a Savior. Yeah, yeah. So he died for our sins mm -hmm. that he might be able to remove the effect of sin mm -hmm. in our life, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Forgiving us for where we've done wrong, right? Mm -hmm. uh, empowering us to be set free from right. anything that right. holds us back, enabling us to live a new life, mm -hmm. knowing that we're free. Mm -hmm. All of our sins, the Bible says, all of our sins have been cast yeah, into the right. depths of that's the sea. Right. I baptized somebody recently in the ocean just a few weeks ago, and the woman was saying to me, I'm having difficulty letting go of mm. my past. It keeps haunting me, right. Right? right? And I said to her, look out at the ocean. You see how big that is? Mm. said, when we go down into that water today and I baptize you, the Bible says that your sins have been cast into the depths of the sea. Mm -hmm. I want you to leave them there. Mm. You have to make a choice that you're going to leave them there. You see, so we have to embrace, like you so, said, so the, the positive mantra yeah, yeah. that you were saying in your life. Now we have to have a positive mantra saying, I'm forgiven. Yeah, so, so you could say this woman in a practical sense could have a mantra that when that starts coming back, she could say, no. I left all of those at the beach that day. Exactly. Like something very exactly. concrete. Exactly. That I left that old life, those exactly. old memories, those old mistakes. I left them at the beach. Yeah. And I am a new person in new Christ. Person. I have a new identity in Jesus. That old life is back at the beach. Amen. Now, it, it sounds weird, but those well, simple things, when we take what we're talking about and accepting, is not simply talking about the idea, but actually formulating a, a concrete way of owning mm. the truth about Amen. who you are, the Amen. truth about how God is, where we couch it in actual practical language that says, 
a declaration, this is the truth of my reality as it is informed by the truth about God. No, and, and Jesus said, you should know the truth and the truth will make you free. Make you free. Yeah. What's he want us to be free from? He wants to be free from all of the devil's things that yeah. he's put into our hearts and our minds. He wants to be free from the bondage of sin, mm -hmm. right? From the effects of sin in mm. our life. He's setting us free. That's right. Right? So he set us free. So yes, we still have sinful natures to deal with, but right. through Christ, right? I'm a new creation, That's right? right? Through Christ, I'm enabled to walk in newness of life. The other mm. thing I wanted to mention here to you was that, look, reality is, is that our sins have been cast in the depths of the sea. That's right. Reality is that we can still remember hmm. our sins, right? They're not washed in that sense. Right. But you know, a bird can fly over your head, <laughs> right? But you <laughs> right. don't have to allow them to make a nest That's right. in your hair. That's what Luther's saying, right? I believe Martin it is. Luther's yeah, I believe it is. Right. Don't yeah. have to like, make, a, make a nest in your hair. So yeah. Yeah. the devil may come along and, and to, to, to put these things in your head, but we don't have to own them. Yeah. We've got to look back to what is God saying That's and embrace right. what is God saying and say, no, I'm a free child. I'm mm. forgiven. I'm a new creation in Christ. If any man be in Christ, he's a new creation. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's and, beautiful. Yeah, it's beautiful. And I want to add one thing to that, that sometimes I've felt that when I say something, you know, okay, if I say I'm a new creation in Christ, that means the maybe the, the way I shouted at my kids, the cross voice, the, the, just the ugly manner in which I related to my kids who needed to clean the, their bathroom, right? I can truly say, as I look at that moment, and say, you know what, that's not who I am. And I want to say this, sometimes that feels like a, like you're telling a lie about yourself. But the Bible says we're a new creation in Christ. Here's the truth. There are two identities. There's the identity where, where there's that, that me that is that cross, unkind, self-interested person. But then there's that new identity that, that is a true, real identity that I can look my kids in the eye even when I've made the mistake and say, you know what, that's not who I am. That's another way to have a mantra to say, I'm going to own it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I made that mistake, but this, no. isn't, this isn't the identity that I am embracing by faith. This is not me. I'm a new creation, and I'm going to lean into that Amen. and let that begin to increasingly displace these, these times where I'm unkind. And that has a power to reframe how I interact. In my mm, that's what we're talking about, reframing. But yep. to go back to your child uh, instance, you know, the Bible says walk in the spirit mm. and you won't fulfill the desires right. of the right. sinful nature, yep. right? So you're choosing to walk and embrace in God's ways. But this you, is who I this am. This is who I am. But you, you were crossed. Perhaps you'd handled your children in a wrong way. It's just as much evidence that you're walking with God when you turn around and say to your kids, look, guys, That's right. I, I know you had to clean the bathroom, yeah. but I reacted in a wrong way to you. So I just want to tell you I'm sorry. Right. I'm not changing the fact that you didn't need to clean the bathroom. Oh, sure, sure, But sure, I'm changing sure, sure. about how I reacted to you is an all wrong. Yeah. So it's just as much evidence that you're walking with God because you have the sensitivity right. to turn around and deal with it yeah. and own it and apologize because exactly. you're on a journey of being transformed. And that's no longer who you are. That's no longer who you are, right? Yeah. And don't, don't own it, right? So the new mantra, 
this is really big, right? So for all of us, when you're thinking about your thought patterns and, and the, the areas where you're living in your thought patterns, we want to look at scripture and say, well, how does God see this? How does God want me to see it? In other words, allow your thoughts that are shaping you to be filtered through the Bible. Imagine mm. the Bible is a filter. So I'm just filtering my thoughts through Scripture. Right. And, and I get to keep whatever makes it through. Right. <laughs> well, well, what we want to do is, is allow what God is saying to be on the that's other right. end. That's right. right. That's and right. And that's what we're keeping. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. So and, and, and this takes effort. Here's it the does. deal. It does. This takes effort. This is the journey. I'm accepting it. Mm. But it's taking effort for me because I've thought a certain way for a long time. Right. Right. I have patterns in my mind yeah, yeah. that lean in negative thoughts and the devil has used it to hold me back tear me down, mm. do whatever destructive pattern he wants for me. And we've got to say, I'm making a choice yeah. to embrace my Savior. I'm making a choice to embrace God and allow God to do for me what he's saying he'll do yeah. for me. Yeah. Yeah. And as unworthy as I'm, I'm, I'm feeling, whatever the case may be, I'm going to embrace it. Yeah, yeah. And that is, deliberate act is the choice. Yeah. I'm going to, this, this is, this is, I'm owning this. Yes. So, I just want you to know that we have a booklet for you. We've mentioned in every episode in this podinar. This is where the worksheet comes in. We've provided some worksheets in the booklet for you to literally, physically put the negative mantra, take what you find in Scripture, and put the new mantra, a physical space. Certainly, you, you can create your own digital space. I have a, a sheet in OneNote where I have started working through mantras saying okay there's this in my head here's the Beautiful. counter mantra Beautiful. to that so so this is taking a very practical step that's yes. the accept yes. step is making this ruggedly practical yeah so that the 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 again be not transformed to this world but be right. be, be not conformed to this world but be transformed yep. by the renewing right. of your mind that's right right you you're you're, you're putting forth an effort exactly. by the grace of god to embrace the new mind that's right that's right and you can get that booklet by the way at loveshaped.life loveshaped.life just look at our name at a period between shaped and life loveshaped.life that's the space to sign to get the booklet We'd also like to invite you to this very special cohort experience, Journey to Oneness cohort, because it's in that cohort, the purpose of having that cohort isn't just for us to, to do a po another podinar for you, not just for us to have a Zoom class, but we're creating a digital space where you can connect with other individuals who are wrestling with this experience, who are wrestling through the journey of displacing negative mantras with the truth of scripture. This is a space where we're peer support, there's teaching support, and there's one-on-one -on -one support to help in this work of processing, of applying, of experiencing a love-shaped life. And again, you can sign up for that, find more information on that loveshaped.life. I, I just want to ask you, what if somebody out there has a question they want to communicate to us? How do they do that? Hello at loveshaped.life. Hello at loveshaped.life. You get that very simple. Hello yeah. at loveshaped.life. If you want to communicate with Pastor Nathan or myself, That's but also right. we are seeking to create, uh, develop that digital community. Yes, right. We are. So if you want to be part of a community where people want to embrace this love-shaped life to, to see, to experience, and to live the radical love of God, yeah. we, we're inviting you to join that. Go to loveshape.com. 
Live. Yep. Right? That's it. And you'll see how to connect to that community where you we can share thoughts and ideas along the way. Yep. Right? That's right. To help. We're all here. We're all exactly, in a journey. Exactly. Exactly. So until next time, lean in to the Love Shaped Life. For more information, visit loveshaped.life.